you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza, and I have a very special guest for you today. This is an amazing show that I know you're going to love. Joining me on the show is Bradford Scott Walton from Austin, Texas. Now, Bradford and I have been looking forward to this show for a long time. We've been talking about this for a couple of months now, and it's going to be dynamic and entertaining. So I'm going to read Bradford's bio for you right now, and then we're going to welcome him on. You're going to love this today, everybody. Bradford Scott Walton is a public speaker, founding faculty member of the International Academy of Universal Self-Mastery, a contributing author to the Texas Men's Story Project on masculinity, and his unique understanding of the masculine and feminine energetic equation has been featured on numerous podcasts, as well as at the EAN Conscious Relationships Retreat. After 30 years of personal development work, Bradford learned and was given an uncommonly deep knowledge of the masculine and feminine energetic equation, how it affects us individually, and how its current state is at the root of everything that doesn't work well or feel good in the world. It is now his purpose to bring a new level of awareness of this energetic equation to the world so that we can all find our way to a new harmonic energetic balance that will work and feel better for everyone. All right, Bradford, welcome. Uh, thank you so much, Tomas. It's great to be here with you. And guys listening all around the world here, this is fun because Bradford and I have had this discussion. We first met back in May of this year, and as we're recording today, it's mid-August 2020, we were involved in a panel that had as its subject matter masculinity and femininity and the balance of that energetic equation. So that was the subject matter, and, and we quickly decided that we needed to talk further. But uh, Bradford, I have several questions for you here. Let's start with this one. 30 years of personal development. How did your journey start? Um, it, actually, it started, uh, my mom introduced me to, um, uh, gosh, what was it called before? It was before it was the landmark. Uh, uh, stuff it was um what was the guy's name who started uh landmark was this um a tv or um oh no like the landmark forum and mm. the, that whole that whole thing anyway the guy who started it before it became landmark it was something else and so okay. i went to one of their trainings i think i was 18 at the time hmm. um and um and that was my first experience uh, going through uh, like a personal development workshop, uh, you know, some sort of intensive training and things. And um, 
and um and so I, I i just kept doing that over the years and and then at one point my uh after my my mom and my stepdad had uh they had built a company of their own and became you know, they did really well for themselves and so part of what they did with that was they decided to gift all their kids with any kind of personal development work that they wanted to do, cool. right? They would pay cool. for it. And so that was really fantastic. So I got to do a lot of really interesting uh, stuff and go different places for different trainings. And um, yeah. And, and, and just like with it, I think, you know, I think with any sort of, training regardless of whether it's in personal development or not you you end up uh it's best to go in with the mindset of not all of it's going to work for you (laughs) so you have to take what what works and leave the rest you know um and because you know and it's all it's all totally dependent (laughs) on where you are at that point in your life right it's just like you know if you reread a book five years later you understand different aspects of it than you did previously because now you are a different person you have a new awareness uh around different things and now you can see things in a different light Mm -hmm. um right it's that consistent evolution and and also uh for me personally I just, I just kind of always been, um, in a, in sort of a, a, a self inquiry mode, okay. right? Like yeah. I just, I yeah. just am always curious about what's happening within me, why I feel a certain way, who, you know, how does this relate mm-hmm. to a certain person or, you know, just trying to figure out the dynamics of, right. of being human. Mm-hmm. And so as you've figured that out or, you know, attempted to figure that out, it's a process, like you said, over time, um, you know, the dynamics of of being human, what do you see that blocks people from asking the questions that you just talked about? As in, why am I feeling this way? Where's this coming from? Well, I mean, you know, based, based on what my understanding is now, um, we, we live in a world that so drastically depresses, so suppresses, oppresses the feminine mm-hmm. energetic, uh, center that it, it just doesn't feel, it doesn't, it's not safe to, to, or it doesn't feel safe, um, to express what's happening inside of us, what, what those emotions are. And for, I think for a lot of people, it doesn't even feel safe to ask those questions of themselves. Right. Yeah. You know, because like what happens if you take the lid off Pandora's box, you know, now what's going to happen? Oh gosh, (laughs) I've I've let the feeling genies out. Um, You know, but, but, but that's, I mean, that's part, that's, that's why, you know, um, people, that's why it's scary, right? Okay. That's why yeah. there's the fear that because it's not safe or it doesn't, it, you know, quote unquote, it's not, it's not safe. It, I mean, and, and it, it, it honestly can be unsafe at times there. I mean, the, the world can be threatening, um, 
in in a very real physical dangerous way to the expression of the feminine energy you know i mean we we see uh you know like for example uh you know the gay population being being you know assaulted and killed right. and trans yeah. trans people and and women you know um i mean louis louis ck had a had a, a bit in his uh i think in his last comedy special where he was like women we as men are your number one cause of death and and yet you still date us and i i can't figure it out like you know <laughs> luckily <laughs> um, they do yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so you know i mean that's just like a a, a few examples of mm -hmm. of how that that whole thing plays out so it, it can be it can be really frightening and, and scary and also that's where that's where we store the things that we that hurt right those are the painful places and so it takes a lot of courage to um to face those those places in us and to go into those areas and and do some digging around and get to a new level of understanding as to why it hurts so bad Right, right, and well, I mean, you've you've made a couple of really important points. This is this applies across the board um, in in society, really all over the world. It's it's almost universal, and it's tempting to ask the question: Okay, how did you? How did we? How did we all get to this point? But you know, let me um, let me ask a different question, a different angle on that. We're we're here. What's the most important thing for us to do? now that we're here the situation is what it is how do we go about addressing all of this imbalance um well you know it, it it's funny i was thinking about this the other day and i was like i was like you know i mean i feel like we're the only beings definitely on this planet and maybe in the universe that have an issue with feminine energy Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like animals don't care. Plants, the whole, all the rest of nature is totally chill with masculine, feminine, energetic. Uh, they're the whole energetic equation. As mm -hmm. humans, we're the only ones who have created uh, some sort of story about the feminine that makes it less than, that makes it not worthy. Right. So we've put this massive value on the masculine energy. Um, so all of our systems are set up based on that. Um, that's, and, and we really devalue the feminine. So when you have that, that kind of, um, disharmony, uh, in, in what, what works best in, a, in a more of an equilibrium, right. Um, it causes just massive problems right on global scale it's a global yes. thing because gender we're not talking about how how uh you know people present gender wise um so um this the the thing that we can do the thing the, the thing that will make an absolute difference in the world and i and in my opinion 
the, the fastest okay. is mm -hmm. to find a find in ourselves individually and then collectively a new valuation of the feminine right and that is going to take some doing because we have a whole bunch of story built up from societal and familial uh experiences right. and right. cultural experiences um and just the overall overriding pressure of the current paradigm of this masculine you know pressure that's yeah. that's pushing right like, i mean mm. it's you like people have to actually like it actually takes effort to stop the doing and just be right like you actually have yes have to yes <laughs> right like it's it's like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna paddle real hard upstream so that i can sit and meditate for 20 minutes mm -hmm. you know like it's yeah. it takes it takes concerted effort to stop the doing long enough to be and and that's that's the feminine right is the in that being and so yeah, our, our yeah. society isn't set up to to foster that. Right. Yeah, and it certainly isn't. And but let's backtrack just a little bit for for those who may be listening who aren't entirely sure what is meant by masculine and feminine energies and how that shows up in the world. So, how does the feminine energetic portion of the equation show up in the world? So, for someone that that is listening and and may not know exactly what we're talking about. What are we talking about with that? Um, well, the feminine is our state of being. It's our okay. emotional center, right? It's where all of our emotions and feelings uh, live. And, um, and so, and then it is, it works in tandem with the masculine because the masculine mm -hmm. is um, our doing and our sense of purpose and right that and being protect you know the being a protector or provider that whole right. like it's a it's a bull and both of them are very very strong in in what they do and how they perform um we but we you know like i said we've got a little bit of a skewed idea as to which one's more important or which one is more powerful um but they they work in concert uh mm -hmm. All, all the time, always. Right. So the, you know, the, the feminine is the state of being that informs the masculine on what the action should be. And it also helps define the quality of the action that's being done, both in how, like the level of how it gets done, right. as well as the emotion that's attached to the doing of it right yeah and so those two things combined then go into the world as an action and then whatever the response is to that creates finishes the loop mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. the feedback loop to the feminine yeah. to be like to help the feminine understand if we should continue feeling this way about this thing or if we should change the way we feel about it and yeah so that's and that's that's part of why you know like the way this works if if you're if the feminine is in a really positive uh 
valued space, the story that you have around what that energy is, is really positive, then most likely you're, the action that comes from that is going to be positive. And most likely the, what gets returned energetically and emotionally is also going to be positive. So mm -hmm. you have a really nice yeah. positive feedback loop that kind of makes an upward spiral of goodness. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that upward spiral of goodness. So then how do you suppose we got this all collectively so wrong? Well, I mean, from from what I've learned uh, and, and also uh, <laughs> what I've learned from my mom, because she's done a ton of study around okay. uh, yeah. uh, feminine uh, work and um, like goddess energy and sure. stuff okay. like that. So yeah. Um, but uh, apparently it's been around 7,000 years since oh. we had either a, a feminine energetic dominant culture or a, a neutral, energetically neutral uh, okay. culture. So around 7,000 years ago, it switches to this masculine energetic dominant paradigm. Um, and then the we start pushing the feminine away right we start pushing it down and you know um and and it probably i mean in, in the beginning it probably wasn't that terrible because it takes some time to like build up build an actual story you know and sure. change that dynamic to yes. uh to where it is now and and actually now we're we're actually in transition already into a new way of being which is which is wonderful but it also let's let's accelerate that let's get there faster um let's all get on on team harmonic balance and you know <laughs> flip this paradigm yes and, and that's in fact the title of the show flipping the paradigm which is a term that, that you use that i love and so we've got work to do without question as a collective, as a society in this, in this arena. Um, so for people that are listening again, that this might be something new to you, we're both, each one of us as individuals has both the masculine and the feminine energy in us, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's that's why for me like this this masculine feminine energetic equation is the it's just the it's the underlying base energy of everything right mm -hmm. um all of every human has masculine and feminine energies and and they're we think of them as being very uh polarized and and separate but they actually have a, a lot of crossover and there can you can actually have them be fully integrated once yeah. you have the, the same valuation of both of them so that they can actually really be in harmony and work together um but you know like one of the messages that came through for me a couple of years ago uh which was uh, really intense to to hear and and understand and, and it seems to really kind of hit people when i say it is um that every man in the world treats the feminine outside him 
the exact way he feels about the feminine inside him. Ah, and that yeah. is at the root cause of everything that doesn't work well or feel good in the, in the world. Okay. Right. right. Um, so because we all have our, our energetic signature and every mm -hmm. time, every person you meet, you automatically recognize that it's just a built in feature that, you know, we we're so used to that we don't even really pay attention to a lot of times. I think you know, mm -hmm. unless until we until we either meet somebody that we really resonate with or we yeah. really don't resonate with, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, and then there's a whole bunch of stuff in the, in between where it's uh -huh. just like, oh, there's a person, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this dude walking down the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but. It's a, you know, we, um, I was just actually thinking a couple of days ago, I, I woke up and I was like, you know, energy is the language of the universe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. And, but, but like, we currently are taught that we have five senses and none of them right. have anything to do with energy. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yet everything is energy that we already like this is a scientific fact that everything yeah. is yes, energy is. right yes it's it not is. even like yeah. it's not even up for debate it's just everything is energy so we're constantly interacting with the energy that within ourselves within within our spaces yeah. with with other yeah. people with animals with plants right the whole thing is vibrating mm -hmm. um and uh so when when you <laughs> we can um when we can bring that feminine into a new place it helps everything work a lot better when it's yeah. not in a good yeah. place it 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 makes things you know like anything that you push down inside of you is gonna come out ugly it's just yeah. gonna come out ugly there's just no way around it and it doesn't matter mm -hmm. whether that's, that's right. emotionally or physically you know right. manifests in disease or it shows up in your relationship right like it's just like <laughs> i don't care how tight your lockbox is it, yeah it, how far yeah. you down you bury yeah. that right uh -huh. you know, it's just yeah. And, yeah. and you can really try because people really do try. And I think anybody oh, listening, yeah, anybody listening to the right. show can think of millions of ways that they've done this themselves. Right. So sure. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, we also, and I, I know I've done this. <laughs> oh yeah. Me, me too. Me. Yeah. Everybody, but we, we've both done this. Areas, yes. Right. <laughs> but like the, the, the other thing about it that I know that I've done is like, I've been, I've had something, some aspect of myself that I've been pushing down, right? Trying to hide from everybody. Yeah. But, every, but everybody can still see it. Everybody can still yes. feel it. Everybody yes. still knows. <laughs> and you think that you've got this amazing mask on that uh, nobody can see through. But, sure. um, but, but that's the thing about energy, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Yep. We can try to hide and, and walk down the street with a mask, but everybody can tell that you're still wearing a mask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, and, you know, energy really is the, the language of the universe. And so, Bradford, um, help us understand here, how did you begin to develop this understanding or, or your experience of, of the balancing of this equation? 
you know, how, how did this develop or arrive for you? Um, well, you know, it's, it's funny because it, it, the, this like new level of understanding came through about three to five years ago okay. where there yeah. was like a really big shift. And I, I, that was when I started actually getting downloads and things about this, um, really coming to mm -hmm. a whole new level of clarity on it. And, but what was interesting was that as I was coming to understand this on a different level, I was able to look back uh, through my life from the time I was a little boy um, and see how I was navigating the world, right? And, um, and like, particularly like in, you know, I, I always had a, a, an awareness of um, like, uh, like a, a sensitivity or an awareness of my feminine energy, right? sure. even though I didn't yes. actually have that terminology around it, but I was, I, you yeah. know, I was sensitive and I was emotional um, mm -hmm. and stuff. And, um, and I could understand uh, things that women were going through things that, you know, they would tell right. me about my, my friends, the girls that I knew and things, but I also, love to play football and mm -hmm. tennis and I was really right. competitive and I was on the swim team and you know I love hanging out with guys but um but but in particular you know I mean in my teenage years it was a uh, an area where it was really interesting to look back now from this understanding because you know I was I was well liked you know I was a popular kid because you know, okay. I was friendly and I was funny and sure. you know, like I was easy to get along with. So, uh -huh. you know, yeah, <laughs> you make friends easily that way. Yeah. So, um, but uh, so I I was really good friends with a lot a lot of girls, right? Mm -hmm. And I was okay. really good friends with a lot of guys. Yeah. And so when I would hang out with the girls, they would share all kinds of. Uh, amazing things with me about how their world worked and how they felt about things and, and all this stuff. So that was really cool. Um, and then with the guys, you know, we'd hang out and do guy stuff and ride bikes and play football, and whatever the thing right, was. Right. And, right. And, and in both sets, everybody got along really well, mm -hmm. but this is where the thing comes in because I was in a different energetic state than most of them were, particularly the guys. Sure. Yeah. So for the women, based on what the, the current paradigm was telling them was they needed to be looking for somebody who was very masculine energy, energetic and energetically dominant. Okay. Right. Um, because that's the guy who's going to provide and support and right. He's going to do mm -hmm. the things cause he's a real man. Right. 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 Yeah. That wasn't me. Mm -hmm. Right. My feminine was still, uh, you know, really available, you know, but, it, um, so, so while the girls might have thought I was cute, they weren't really very interested they weren't as interested in dating me as they were my friends because my friends okay. had already bought into 
very strongly the whole story of masculine energetic dominance, right? And, and right. suppressing the feminine. So they were, they ended up being much more attractive to the girls in our school. Mm -hmm. And then with the guys, with the guys, we were all super good pals, but I also didn't totally fit in there because of being right of, yeah. of having mm -hmm. that feminine energy available. Yes. So yeah. that was uncomfortable for them. Mm -hmm. And so we were great friends, but I was really never totally in right the crew okay yeah right? yes and and so when you're a teenager and you're trying to you're trying desperately to find where you fit in the world <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right? the purpose of a teenager along, yeah. mm -hmm. right along with so yep. many other things and yeah. trying to keep keep the pimples from getting out of control and things sure um uh yeah so i was just like wow i don't fit in anywhere and i can see i see how this game works and i'm totally losing at it <laughs> you know, because, yeah. yes. because i mean you know it, it i mean not that i mean things weren't really that terrible but but like you know everything seems massive when you're a teenager right everything is is huge um yes so yeah but then you know i mean and then so like just that was a really interesting way of seeing that um and it also um helped i mean i, I this is, and it helped me see that I, I i really it wasn't about me it wasn't about whether i was good enough it wasn't about whether i was smart enough or strong enough or good looking enough or any of those yeah. things it's just that where everybody was and the story that they were operating from mm -hmm. was not one that included me, right? Okay. Because of how I was operating energetically. Um, and that's not my fault and it's not right. their fault, right? They're, yes. they're doing their best to, to fit in and figure their, their out their way through life as well. Mm -hmm. um, but they, they bought into and created their own story around what, what, who they needed to be to be able to survive in the world based on the feminine not being okay. And, and so that's how they are yeah. operating. Right? right. And and everybody does that. And everybody gets indoctrinated into this this story or this paradigm. Usually sometime, you know, I mean, this is why we have a bunch of inner child work to do. Sure. Right. This is why people yes. talk about inner child work all the time, mm -hmm. because at some point, usually in childhood, that's when you get to you you somebody wakes you up to the the founding uh uh principle of this current masculine energetic dominant paradigm right and yeah. so you learn for the first time that it's not okay to be the full expression of yourself and you you've been that's how you're operating from day one you're like mm -hmm. i get to say whatever i want i get to i'm gonna yell if i need something right like you know what however it is i'm gonna communicate you're gonna know it i'm gonna share it with you because I'm feeling this way and I'm going to cry or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to laugh all, all of these things, all of the emotions are readily available. And then you find out that it's not okay. 
and that if you're going to live on this planet and you're ever going to make something of yourself, this is how shit works. <laughs> yeah, right? right. Yes. And once you, once you find that out, then you have to come up with a, with a story of who you are and who, how you're going to be and what you're going to do to, to be able to fit in enough to, to, to make this workable. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's so much there that I think people can relate to because it may speak to if you're listening out here, you may, um, you may relate to a part of this journey. So Bradford, how old were you approximately when you figured out that none of this was really about you? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, that particular about that particular thing. I mean, really, it was just two, two or three years ago. So I was like, Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna be I'll be 53 in October. All right. Um, so I don't know, I guess probably, probably around 45 is when things started really shifting for me. And then like, when I, as I was about to turn 50, I was like, Oh, man, I am super stoked about mm -hmm. this birthday. Like, All right. I, already, All right. I can feel I can feel like, this is where this is actually where i get to start living the best part of my life oh cool yeah right mm -hmm. you know because I, I i had done so i mean particularly after i got divorced i just like i had to do a basically a, like a complete reconfiguration of my my world right inside and out yeah right mm -hmm. I'd been married yeah. for 15 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we had a kid and, and I had to, you know, I, I moved out and I had to figure out what was going to go in my apartment. I didn't have anything. So I had to buy all new stuff. I had to figure out what I was going to put in my pantry and my refrigerator and my cupboards, you know, yes. like I had to, oh, yeah. I had to choose everything all over again. Yeah. And that included, all the parts in me that I hadn't been looking at that had weird and, you know, out of date stories attached to them. Um, and so I, wow, I, it was a, it, honestly, it took about six or seven years of, of just like a lot of going into the dark, right? going yeah. into the painful places yes and, right being depressed being sad you know doing so much questioning crying wondering what the hell was going on and if it, everything if anything was ever going to get better <laughs> you know i mean oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it was like yeah. a it was like a seven-year dark night of the soul um sure but but you know i mean if you don't it, if you don't go there, you don't get there. You know what I'm saying? Right? Like you I, don't, I do. I do. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, we, uh, I just launched, um, spiritual masochist, uh, a, a lifestyle brand clothing brand and, okay, and yeah, community, yeah. community, uh, movement as well. And, and that actually came into being because I was having a conversation with my, my partner and, and we were talking about how you had, you just, 
you have to keep going back into the pain. You have to, you have to actually want to go into the pain and it takes courage to do that every single time. Yes. But what is on the other side of it feels so much better. Right. Uh -huh. it, well, it does. And yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's the pleasure from the pain. And, and, I, and I was like, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like being a masochist. It's, you know, it's a spiritual masochist. And we were just mm -hmm. like, oh my God, that's totally what it is. You know, <laughs> like you have to want that pain. You have to want the pain and the pleasure that comes from it. And over and over again, you know, um, uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. So this is a business of yours. So tell us a little bit about that business while we're, we're talking about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we just launched it last month in July. Um, and it's, it's, um, it's a clothing brand. And then we're also uh, providing like resources for people to find new, like continuing education okay. uh, all, I mean, around personal growth. Um, great, as great. well as we're going to be, we're starting a podcast as well so that we can interview teachers and healers and stuff. So we can really add some extra flavor to what's going on there. I love it. Thanks. Um, and so the, I mean, the purpose of the brand really is to uh, have, give people a tangible way to feel seen for themselves and, and, and have others see them as well for all of okay. the hard work that they've done, all the, all the personal growth and personal development work that's really invisible, right? Because it's just internal, you know, like, and, and you can tell your story a million times, but no one will ever completely understand what it is you've gone through. And so right. that can be kind of lonely. It can be sort of isolating. Um, even, even if you are in a group healing session, you know, even if yes. you've got community, right? Like, yes. um, so yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I feel like, um, it's, it just seems, it seems more important now than, than I can ever remember it being for people to really feel seen for people to feel valued yeah. for, for who they are and what they've been doing to, to, mm -hmm. to make themselves feel better and help the, their world work better. Um, um, right. And, and so, you know, spiritual masochist is one way of doing that to just kind of say, be able to say like, yes, I am a spiritual masochist. <laughs> I will, I will, I am courageous and I'm strong and I'm strong enough to, to keep facing the painful parts of me and, and to go past the fear that lives there, right? The fear of facing that pain. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, once, once you do, and once you, once you start that process, it, you, you start seeing the rewards, you start feeling better, you start having better relationships, your world works better, right? Because you yes. feel better um, and you yes. feel better about who you are. Um, and, and that's just, that's better for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it really is. And one of the things that always strikes me about spiritual development is the fact that whether we hold ourselves out as teachers or not, we're always teaching people because we're all mm -hmm. energetic and 
right. you know, what, what, we, what we teach matters. So now you all have launched then Spiritual Masochists, correct? And how would people yes. find out more information about this? Um, well, we're, all, we're on all the social media okay. platforms. Um, and then also at spiritualmasochist.com. Um, you can see all of the products there. Uh, I think personally, I think they're really cool. <laughs> I like them a lot. And, Guys, um, they are cool. Um, I've seen some of them. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I, I got so wrapped up in, you know, doing all the work behind launching this thing and do, mm -hmm. making social media posts and things that I forgot to actually order some for myself oh sure <laughs> i just i just ordered my first uh tank top and t-shirt and trucker hat uh, a couple of days ago and so i'm now anxiously awaiting their arrival so i can you know where cool. where these cool things i love it i love it yeah and, and that's fun so that's a direct result of all of this personal growth work now my understanding bradford also is that you do this masculine and feminine um, energetic equation work professionally as well so what does that look like when you work with people on this dynamic yeah well i've been i uh, up until recently i've been doing uh individual uh, I guess sort of mentoring sessions. I kind of uh, okay. Calling calling it uh, saying calling myself a coach just feels weird to me. It doesn't feel right. But um, uh, okay. so I you know I've been having kind of individual mentoring sessions uh, with people. Um, you know because I've come to this uh, level of awareness of how this energetic equation works. I can actually yeah. I can I can look at any situation or structure, you know, from the biggest to the smallest and, and see and describe how, where things are energetically, right. Mm -hmm. And how, yes. how we can, how we can get to a different place that, that, that works better and it feels better. Um, and, um, but but it's interesting because uh, a couple of weeks ago I I came into a new realization uh, during meditation one morning uh, I had a message come through that basically was like you know what you're actually not here to coach you're not really you're not here to be that kind of teacher you're okay. actually just you're here to bring awareness of what's happening in this energetic equation so that because in any personal transformation, awareness is 97% of the journey to the goodness, right? Yes. You already spent a whole big chunk of your life in whatever that thing is. And then once you come into the awareness, now you're at choice. Now you get to choose to either continue doing that or do something new, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so, um, so my role really is to to speak about this a lot Great. and to bring Good. awareness to how this works and, and what we can do to, to make things better for everyone. And then also um, connect people with the person who is their next teacher, right? The person okay. who, yeah. because each person is on their own journey and I, you know, each person has like, you know, I mean, there's, there's never just like one teacher who can do everything for one person. Right. That's um, true. Right. And we have different aspects of ourselves and, and different 
different modalities work better for for different people at different times and for different parts of of themselves and their journey so um so that it my role is to bring awareness and and shine shine the light on teachers who are really good at what they do and and direct these people to them direct people to them so that people okay. can continue their their growth yeah um, yeah right i love it well and so talking about teachers then um who have been some of your most valuable teachers on this journey? Um, well, both of my, both my parents for sure. Uh, okay. for yeah, very, yeah. very different reasons for both of them. Um, uh, and then, you know, I, let's see, gosh, um, I had a really great experience, although it was, uh very challenging um at the end at the star foundation uh outside of tucson um okay uh and then you know like uh i i've i've done a little bit of reading and some meditation stuff with uh deepak chopra mm. and i like mm -hmm. what uh think not han has to say and, sure um but but really for the most part, I have not sought out teachers as much as I have relied on my myself okay. to yeah. to really just be in the process of understanding myself and mm -hmm. and trusting that if I keep going, if I just keep going, you know, or as Dory says, keep just keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> right in yeah, Nemo. Just, uh, just keep swimming. A Nemo yeah. reference, guys. All right. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, if I just keep if I just keep going, I I'm I'm going to get to where it is that I want to be, right? And yes. and yeah. um and and for me it even though our world is set up for the reward to look like uh financial success and a house and a car and all of these things you know all of these things that we've gotten by doing i'm i've just always been more interested in how things feel okay right mm -hmm. like there's i want to get to a certain feeling not a certain doing or a certain having yes right okay. sure um just like, you know, and, and kind of going back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier about how everything is energy, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. and I, I think, I think, a lot, I think people in part because of the story of the value of the masculine, they, they discount their own innate uh, intuition and energetic sensitivities and things yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. And, yes. and synchronicities and all of these things that are happening that are actually really amazing and beautiful and magical, but also not magical because it's actually just how things work. <laughs> right. Like that's just, yes, how, it is. <laughs> that's just how the things are supposed to work, but we just fight, spend our, a lot of time fighting mm -hmm. against it. Um, but, you know, I mean, like we actually have, we already have all this built in vernacular around it that everybody throws around. 
yeah. and then pretends like it's not actually energetic. Like, you know, the, you know, walking into a, a, a restaurant or a store and you're like, and, and I like, I mean, how many times have you heard or said yourself, Oh, I really like the vibe of this place. Or I don't, I really don't like the vibe of this place. Yeah. Right. Well, what yeah. is, what is that? Right. <laughs> That's yes. the energy of it. That is your, that is your energetic response to the mm -hmm. energy of that space, right? And it's the same yes. thing with people, right? Like we were talking about earlier, right? The ones that you really resonate with, you're like, oh my gosh, I like that person so much. And then sometimes you can just be like standing a couple of feet away from someone, not even talking to them. And you're like, holy, holy mackerel, that uh, person is super terrible. I really hate the way that they feel. <laughs> yeah, and, and you just hit the word right there, feel. The vibe, I get a good vibe, I get a good mm -hmm. feel for this. It's It's how you feel about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, every time I go, like every time I, I'm going to, I need to move, uh, I, there's a certain look that I, that I prefer, but, but overall, like I know the place that I'm going to live by how it feels when I walk in. Okay. Right? When yes, I walk into the place, I'm like, Ooh, okay, this place feels really good. Feels good. Right? Mm -hmm. Like the way the light's coming in, the, 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 the um, uh, parameters, the, the way the, the spatial, uh, <laughs> well, I'm totally blanking on the word, uh, proportions, proportions, yes. Uh -huh, right. Um, the proportions of the space and, and everything, like that, all of that goes into how that place feels, right? Yes. Yeah, it, it does. And it's something that we, um, we all experience, right? We, we experience this mm -hmm. all the time. So, you know, because you've worked with people on this specific energetic equation and helping them find their way around that, do you have any suggestions or um, anything that you'd like to say to somebody who may be considering delving into this kind of work, but maybe they're a little afraid to do it, right? Maybe they're not sure. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what, uh, what kind of suggestions would you have for someone in that position? Um, well, first, uh, go easy on yourself. Right? <laughs> yes, don't, yes, yes. Don't, put, don't put a bunch of pressure on it to be something really big. Just, mm -hmm. just be with it, right? Like, all of this, I mean, do you have to have a level of seriousness about it? Yeah, I mean, you because you you have to like, you have to get in there and and really have the focus and the dedication to actually go through the process, whatever process that is, right? right whatever right. modality you're going through, whatever the thing is, but it also doesn't have to just be a big lump of coal all the time, right? It doesn't have to be this yeah. dark, dense, terrible thing. You can also find some spaces to laugh about it. And also if sure. you're not, if you're not trying to put a bunch of pressure on it to be a certain thing or do a certain, or like feel a certain way, then it's, it, it's going to be easier to navigate. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Secondly, uh, listen, listen to and trust yourself in the process, right? Okay. If, yes. if today doesn't feel like a day to really dive into that don't 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 force it don't you know like 
Yeah. My, my, my partner is not really a fan of this saying, but I, I, it cracks me up. It's something I made up, which is if you force shit, you get horse shit. <laughs> there <laughs> right? you go. Like, you know, like, no, just like, don't, don't try to force it. It, it mm-hmm. It's still going to be there. If you need to take a nap and, you know, fall asleep and have Netflix ask you if you're still watching, do that. <laughs> yes. You know? Right. Yeah. I think it's something that so many people do is they don't give themselves the grace. They won't give themselves the, um, the love, the self-love and the respect mm-hmm. to understand that it's a process. So yeah, I really appreciate that advice. Those are really excellent suggestions for anyone. So Bradford, yeah, um, yeah as, as we wrap up here, I've really enjoyed finding out more about you and your journey, and this has been a real pleasure for me. But before we, before we go, how can people get a hold of you to find out more about, well, you and the work mm. that you do? How can people reach you? Okay. Um, yeah. Um, real quickly, before I give that information. Sure, sure, of course. I just want to say that... that going into those sensitive parts and finding a, the, the, that root story um, mm-hmm. or of your energetic uh, equ- part of that equation um, is where the, the big transformation comes from. So, um, okay. and to, the, to that end, I have a guided meditation that I've uh, done yes. around accessing that feminine energetic root story. Uh, which is free and it's available on my website or on YouTube. Great. Um, and uh, so we can, we can give everybody the link to that. And you bet. so, yeah. And, and so basically, I mean, you can find me at bradfordscottwalton.com and I'm Bradford Scott Walton on Facebook and Instagram um, and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really mess with Twitter much, but um, okay. yeah. And then, and then, uh, you know, go check out spiritualmascus.com too. Yeah. Or, yeah. or check it out on, I mean, part of, part of the fun for me with spiritual masochist is because it has like this sort of reference to sadomasochism. There's the, there's the, there's the there's word just, masochist. The, yeah. There's the, there's the <laughs> whole yeah. like funny sort of sexual component to it. Uh-huh. So I, I, you know, I, I get to write uh, kind of cheeky spiritual memes. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. Yes. They're really fun and just like get to play around with, with, uh, with a lot of stuff that is, is really a, a big part of my personality. Okay. Of, like it's, it's just, it's yeah. really, you know, like one of the, one of the uh, posts that I put up was you can't have sex with the universe and not get spanked a little. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, so now can these memes um, be found on the website itself then? Oh no, they're on, they're on social media. They're They're on on social media and and Facebook. Yeah. I love it. All right. Yeah, but, but the, yeah, that's and and you know, keeping a sense of humor in there is something that's really important because uh, you know we're doing we're talking about doing deep level like deep est level emotional work. So yeah. to have some sort of lightness in there is really yeah. is really beneficial. It's yeah. it's really something that I have noticed that 
I need more of in my life. And so <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah. really putting a focus on, on like, you know, I work hard and I'm serious about what I do, but I also want to have lightness. I want to have joy. I want mm -hmm. to be laughing. Right. There, like there's, it's really, really easy to be distracted by and depressed by what is happening in the world if you're watching the news on a regular oh, basis oh yeah oh yeah right like there's yes. a lot of stuff going on and if you are only paying attention to that it seems like things are super terrible but they're actually not as bad as what the stories are right we're in a mm -hmm. big shift from a fear-based paradigm to a love-based paradigm and that mm -hmm. no transition happens without upheaval um so that's what we're in that's what we're getting right now we're in the upheaval mm -hmm. portion of this transition um all the structures that were built on the fear-based masculine energetic dominant paradigm can't exist in the love-based feminine energetically balanced paradigm right yeah. so all of those things our financial system our healthcare system the political system all of these things will have to either be restructured or they will collapse completely to be replaced by something new mm -hmm. that as i right. like to say works well and feels better right yes and that's that is that is the greatest benefit of basically falling in love with your feminine energy. Uh -huh. Yeah, right. yeah, it's, it's, it's feeling better. And when that's what we're talking about, again, with the title of the show, Flipping the Paradigm. And yeah, so I'm mm -hmm. glad that you threw that piece in at the end. It's so important because it's very clear that we're going through a transition and to balance the equation does not mean that the formerly dominant piece of the equation is gone. So if right. you're wondering about that, not in any way, shape, or form, we're right. talking harmonic yeah. balance. And and none of this is about uh, is about blame or or you know like I yeah. like I I I'm very clear that if all the men in the world suddenly became uh, in love with their feminine energy and saw that as a really beneficial part of them the world would change overnight right i agree because it, it would all of the all of the pressure that comes from the the men who are auto, energetically masculine dominant and so well positioned for being in this world sure. right the way that oh, it's yeah. currently set up yes um all of the pressure from uh, of that that is currently on women would be released all of the pressure that is currently on the feminine to be suppressed and oppressed would be released and then the feminine would just get to finally be right mm -hmm. like right. it would be like the the biggest collective exhale ever right yes <laughs> biggest sigh of relief of like <laughs> oh shit okay wow we actually so we all we all get to actually just be ourselves we all get to actually be the full version of ourselves and we don't have to be afraid about showing our our feelings yes yeah yeah so that's that's what flipping the paradigm is all about i love it i love it we all can just hang out 
and not worry about anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. and we don't, we won't have to have labels about what anybody is, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter where you are on the gender spectrum. It doesn't matter what color your yeah. skin is. It doesn't right. matter what parts you have. You are a person. And then, you know, if we can flip this paradigm like this, or when we flip it, we'll all just be able to re relate as humans. There won't be right. a need to have judgment or labels of, of someone being better or worse because of some quality of, uh, that they possess, you know, or mm -hmm. inherit, you know, um, and, and most, most likely have very little control over. Right. Yeah. 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 Most likely. Right. And, uh, you know, this is something that's said uh, that's so beneficial for people to know is that we're in the midst of making this change. So, Bradford, you can be reached then online via your website at bradfordscottwalton.com and Spiritual Masochist is spiritualmasochist, all one word, dot com. And uh, well, Bradford, this has been wonderful. I, I was looking forward to this and I have to Me tell too. you, man, you totally delivered. I love this. Uh, this has been a great show. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you, Tomas. Uh, it's always a pleasure talking with you, whether it's uh, being recorded for other people to listen to or just <laughs> between us. Yeah, yeah we've, <laughs> we've, had some, we've had some good conversations, whether they're recorded for a worldwide radio audience or not. Yeah, but uh, this uh, is uh, Bradford Scott Walton. Guys, again, bradfordscottwalton.com is where you can find more information about Bradford, about his practice. And this has been Decide to Transform, Flipping the Paradigm, talking about balancing our inner masculine and feminine energetic equation so we can help balance globally the energetic equation. All right, everybody, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you back here again on Decide to Transform. Everybody have a great day.